Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 108 of Preston Jensen's podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Preston. Today, I am very crunch for time, so it's going to be a very quick podcast episode. Hopefully, you will get some value out of it. Uh, it is over my lunch hour, so if you hear uh, phone calls or text notifications, uh, I left everything on at the moment. Um, I'm very excited. This week is the release of the Roadcaster Pro 2. I do have it ordered. However, I don't know when I'm getting it. I ordered it from B&H, and I haven't got any shipping alerts or anything like that. I know sometimes products, when they're released, uh, companies ship them out to you early, so you get them on the release day. I don't think that's going to happen in my case because I haven't got any of the shipping alerts. Uh, that would have been fun. I see even if you go to uh, Rhodes' homepage on YouTube, they're going to have a little live Roadcaster 2 release party uh, when it's officially released. But uh, I am excited to be using that in the future. Uh, you're going to hear a lot about it on this channel. I absolutely love the first version of the uh, Roadcaster. It's basically the platform that I built this podcast on. And this podcast absolutely would not be possible without the first version of the Roadcaster Pro. And I can't wait to see the new levels that the Roadcaster Pro 2 will take this podcast to. Uh, I was telling my wife, we're on episode number 108 today. And I thought, you know what, I go through Anchor and I, I look at um, every time I submit an episode, it's season one, episode number whatever. And I thought, my goodness, when am I going to close up season one of this podcast? And I said, well, maybe when I get the Roadcaster Pro 2 and I get that working and functioning so uh, my podcast episodes are all on the Roadcaster Pro 2, maybe then I will switch it to season two of the podcast <laughs> And we'll see how much uh, that changes up the show. Uh, today, I really wanted to talk quickly about my initial impression of my new 360 camera. Uh, in the past, I think I've used the Theta V. Uh, right now, I am using the Theta X, which is a product from Ryko. Uh, the reason I got this 360 camera, and I know I talk a lot about my drone company on my business but it's kind of morphed into a media company where I'm doing a lot of other things as well. And one of those things is 360 tours. And I uh, wanted a camera uh, for 360 tours that would make my workflow easier, uh, which this uh, camera definitely has done. Uh, I have run into a couple weird little issues, but they corrected themselves. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but the number one reason I got this camera is because it stitches all of the photos into the 360. Um, well, it, it creates the 360 right on camera. So when I go out and I take a, a photograph or a video, it's stitched inside the camera and I bring it back. Uh, I haven't done many videos on this camera yet. Uh, hopefully in the future I'll do some of that. But uh, as far as the photography goes, the pictures are looking great. It's got, I think what it says is a 60 megapixel, um, yeah, record natural 360-degree images using uh, an approximately 60 megapixel still image shooting and high-precision 
stitching. And uh, it says that 60 megapixel is approximate, which is 11K. And I have to say that the image quality coming out of this camera is very good. I also like uh, that this camera has GPS. I haven't used that functionality yet, but um, the reason that that's a big feature to have is because it allows you to do things for Google Street View. And uh, I, I think Street View is the correct term. I know that uh, Google allows users to upload tours of areas that haven't been photographed for their Street View maps. So I think that would be kind of a cool thing to do in the future. Uh, another one of the features I love about this camera is that it's got removable batteries because a lot of 360 cameras, you've got to actually plug in the camera because it's a battery that's built into the device. And uh, so when your battery is dead, you're you're basically done on your shoot unless your camera is able to run off of some sort of external power. Um, this camera has removable batteries, and so I'm, I was able to get a couple batteries. So when one dies, I can just swap it out and continue my shoot. Uh, another nice thing about this camera is that it has removable memory. Uh, it takes an SD card where a lot of other cameras, it has built-in memory. So... Whenever you get home from a shoot, you've got to hook up the camera to the computer instead of just popping out the micro SD card, putting it into the computer, editing the photos from there. And those two things, the removable battery and the removable uh, memory, sound like uh, that's not that big of a feature. Uh, it might save you a couple seconds. But believe me, when you're creating big virtual tours, uh, that is a lifesaver, and that little improvement on the workflow is worth it. Uh, one of the problems I've had with this uh, camera that I kind of mentioned earlier, uh, on one of my long virtual tour shoots, I noticed that while I was using uh, my cell phone, because it has an app where you can run the camera from your cell phone, I noticed that it overheated and uh, it kind of shut itself off and it kind of locked up. But it only happened once, and it was on a very long shoot, and I was using its full capabilities. Uh, I did. I had the Bluetooth turned on. I was shooting at its highest resolution. I was taking several photos. So uh, I guess I can't say that I blame it for overheating, but it happened, and the fix was just resetting it. I just turned it off, turned it on. I didn't have any lost photos or lost uh, um, videos Everything was still there. Everything was working. And once I just reset it, um, everything worked great. So um, that was the only thing that I can think of that I don't like about this camera so far. Uh, so far, I've been loving it. It's got a wonderful touchscreen. It's very responsive. Uh, it's not quite up to par with like an iPhone, but for other 360 cameras that I've used in the past, it's very, very good. Um, I'm kind of excited because uh, this is, um, I haven't really incorporated 360 footage into any of my videos on YouTube. Uh, and I don't know if I will in the future just because I don't know if I necessarily like the look of 360 video, but uh, it opens up the door for other potential uh, shooting capabilities in the future on my YouTube channel. Will I do it? Who knows? Uh, 
time will tell. But uh, I better wrap up this podcast. I know it's short. Uh, my uh, I'm running out of time on my lunch hour, and I still have to upload and well, first edit this podcast episode and then upload it to um, Anchor. So I better get this wrapped up. Uh, I really appreciate you guys listening to this very short and hopefully beneficial episode of the podcast. Um, I really appreciate all the great comments I've been hearing from you guys, and uh, I will talk to you next week.